You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Neverly Rekla, inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change the world. Hey everyone, this is your Superpower Kid, Neverly Rekla. I am so excited, and I mean so, so excited for today's conversation. We're going to be talking all about spreading the good word. And this is something I talk about a little bit on my show, because as most of you know, I'm spiritual and Christian. It's kind of weird that you can do both, but you totally can. And you can spread the good word as, as I say, your leader and just spread that love and light that is so precious and so amazing onto the world with everything that you do. And that is what our guest does so perfectly. And we get to talk to her today. Her name is Ashley Palmer. She used to be my church coach for fifth and sixth grade at CCV. We work with each other within Superpower Experts and along in worship at church. And she is one, just so awesome and so fun. But she's also a soon-to-be podcaster on this network for the We Rise channel. She is so awesome. She literally worked at Disney. She graduated high school at the age of 16. And she's just so fun and so awesome. She's like a grown-up version of me. And I'm so excited to talk with her. So without further ado, let me welcome our guest, Ashley. Hi! (laughs) How are you? I'm good. I'm actually so excited to be on. I just love all you do. And I'm so excited because this has been a long time coming of me listening. And I just love you and your family. So I'm so excited. Thank you. I'm a little bit of a super fan of yours. I love talking to you. I've wanted to have you on my show for the longest time. And now it's happening. I know. (laughs) I'm talking with you too. So it's like the best of both worlds. It is. And it's fun because you went from being my church coach to serving with each other to now we literally work together (laughs) we're both in college just two girls living life (laughs) it's a party i'm so excited and also i think we have very similar viewpoints on the world and so Mm -hmm. i'm curious what are your superpowers i think my superpowers i think i i would say i have two i think my superpowers Also, I would call them what some people might say like gifts would be um, the gift of encouragement or the superpower of being able to encourage people. Like I'm everyone's biggest cheerleader. I think I'm really good at that. And I think prayer. I don't know. I think that's really um, like a spiritual thing. But I think that is a superpower of mine that I'm able to do that. So long story short, I think it's encouraging and prayer. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's what like we do and I Mm -hmm. think that's a huge part of this network and Mm -hmm. that's part of the reason I'm so excited to be able to work with you more and why I love doing worship and stuff with you Mm -hmm. and I think that's just such an amazing gift to have and I think that's what spirituality and religion gives to us yeah and like no matter what you believe in and no matter what you do or how you're doing it there's always that level of just love and peace in your life. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something you really help people find. Yeah. Well, thanks. Totally. Yeah. So I want to say something. So when we first started going to church, Mm -hmm. which was almost three years ago, 2018. um, Yeah. (laughs) I literally had no clue what Christianity was. I didn't, want to be a part of it because I only recognize the bad parts of it. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And I think, well, I know that a huge part of the reason I still love our church is because you're a part of it. And because like, there's so many amazing people, but (laughs) also I didn't have that many friends going into church and I didn't know who to talk to. And so when I found you and I realized you had similar life stories and Mm -hmm. situations that I've been through, it helped me see the really good sides of Christianity as I was still making friends and still figuring out what that was for me. And so I think, so then I guess I have a question for you is how do you do it? I know that's like such a broad question, but how do you stay loving all the time? Because back to Christianity, there isn't always, it isn't always sunshine lollipops. Mm -hmm. I know for our network, I've had multiple people ask me, that's insane. Like, how can you be spiritual Mm -hmm. and believe in God at the same time? So how do you do it in like the weird, broad, spiritual sense of Christianity? I think it comes back to your roots um, Mm because I'm definitely, I'm not as loving as I want to be every single day, every single, you know, every second, every day. I think it comes back to believing in who our creator is and that we were meant to love others and love God or love God and love others. And I think in this, the spiritual context, it's just Mm -hmm. like, being there like being present yeah. being like you said in church like you're one of the big reasons why I stayed coaching um because I saw so much of you in me mm-hmm. and just like the way people do life together it's so when you take a step back it's easy to love that it's easy yeah. to like it's just I don't know love is so it's so big and we were called to love and I think that's yeah. why we're here and so why not like what what do you have to lose if you I know it's like so broad but it's yeah. um, it's like my roots. I was made to love. I don't know. Yeah. Long answer. I was created to love. I think that's how I do it. I just continue to remember that. <laughs> yeah. And I think, and something I love about you, and I think that's a place we really relate in, mm-hmm. is the idea of equality all around. Yeah. And I think that yeah. something Christianity gets a really bad rap for, and mm-hmm. I admit we're not the best of keeping up the mm-hmm. love in it, is yeah. discrimination. Mm-hmm. all around no matter what it is about and I think something you've showed is that it's possible to do it all mm-hmm. and that you don't have to believe in every aspect of it but you can still love and create and relate and create in it oh absolutely um my best friend and I are on the complete opposite spectrums politically but mm-hmm. I always say we share the same we share the common the main thing the main thing is that we believe in Jesus we love um we both believe that love looks like this or love looks like that but we love the same and I think that is so beautiful about it um when we like open our hearts to that like I don't agree with everyone on everything all the time but the Lord calls us to love and I see love as you know xyz and that is what pushes me to love daily and to Mm -hmm. fight for like you said, equality within the church or within people. Like, um, I can't remember what part it is. I, I can't remember the Bible, but it says like, um, don't let people look down on you because you're children. Right. So yeah. So age, like we are still so powerful being so young, like <laughs> you would know. So I think that that is like, that's so true is that we just like through that we are able to love through Jesus. Cause that reaches everyone or not even like just through being spiritual and loving that and living through that. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that a huge part of what I think the gift of being able to see that so young is Mm -hmm. the idea of discrimination isn't something 
that you just like grow up to believe it's how you're raised yeah and who's teaching you and so if you're surrounded by people who are constantly discriminating for anything you you grow up believing that unless you immediately just like dramatically change it and I think a huge part of where I am today is and especially with Christianity because trust me I was reluctant to go Mm -hmm. into church I knew that I was going to be able to make friends and have amazing opportunities, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't sure if I was going to relate to it on a spiritual level because I was so used to going to Burning Man Mm -hmm. and going to places that are like, that are so far away from Christianity Mm -hmm. that I thought that those were two separate things. And I wasn't sure if it was going to be fun or big or scary or whatever. And I think something you showed me is that it can be all like, it's Mm -hmm. literally everything mushed together. And it just depends on how you look at it. If you're Absolutely. looking at yeah, and if you're looking at Christian Christianity through an like all exclusive thing, that's what you're gonna see. If you're looking through through a one-sided lens, that's what you're gonna see. So just I think something about Christianity is a lot of the time we limit ourselves to being a Christian, but I say I follow Jesus. I'm a Jesus follower, or I mm-hmm. I'm I'm spiritual. I I I lean towards spirituality more than I would put a label on it because organized religion mm-hmm. is messy, but when we get to the root of it it's it's that we're we're loved and we are meant to give love and i think it's such a like a slippery slope of like where we sit on the line of like religion or spirituality and i think that is what's so great about being a christian is that our value is jesus and jesus is to love and jesus is to love where everyone is like jesus loved the sinners he loved the homeless he loved everyone like jesus was jesus and so i think that is so like you said like when we look at it one-sided as like oh just a christian with these xyz what this church tells me but we are we have like the bible as our book as our as our guide as our map that we can create our life upon and we can like do everything guided by the spirit so I I totally agree. I think it's it's so good when we take like a step back. We're like, what is the main, the common goal? Yeah. Exactly. And the common goal is love. And I think that it no matter what side you're coming from, mm-hmm. whether you're coming from the all Christianity, hardcore, mm-hmm. believe everything that the Bible says, or the full spirituality, or the, which is like the belief that it's just all like, the word I get is like shimishi. Yeah. <laughs> Some wow. of my mom says a lot. Or the full, there's nothing yeah. side of the spectrum. We can all go to love. Mm-hmm. I think that's the really important thing about religion and everything is we all go to love at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And we have to meet there first. Yeah, true. Work backwards. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So we do have to get into a quick break. And I'm so excited to keep talking with you more. But how can people support you? Where can they go? And what can they do to just fill up and get in your love? Well, uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Ashley Noel. Um, you can keep an eye out for the We Rise channel to be launched very soon. I'm so excited. I'll be posting updates on my Instagram and lots of Enneagram things and just Bible verses in general and my sweet Neva. So go check me out on Instagram and get ready for the channel and to be launched. So excited. <laughs> awesome go check her out go follow her on instagram she's so awesome if you want like a god-filled space and a just spiritual awesome space in instagram go check her out because i have to admit instagram and other areas aren't always the most high frequency but go there and support her and we've been talking all about how to spread 
a good word. So we'll be right back after the break. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. Okay, we're back and we've been talking all about spreading the good word. So you're talking about a lot, actually, before we got into the break and it was only for a couple minutes. So I want to ask you something in like a short sentence. What would you use to describe how the world is today and how you think it could transform? Um. That is like a loaded question. I love it. No, I love it. Um, in a short sentence, I would say the world is broken and needs help. Mm-hmm. And I think the solution would be to, I it's so cliche, but it would be to love others and find hope in something that's not yourself. Because um, I, I was listening to another podcast and they had said that, um, that if we put, you know, whether we're believers or not believers or spiritual or not we all put our faith we all believe we all follow we all serve something or someone and if it's not ourselves or it is ourselves how is that benefiting anything so we serve a god we serve spirituality we serve um someone who's so amazing but if we're not so you know everyone serves something it's just a matter of who? If it is, you know, some people it's themselves, some people it's false idols. But like for us, I think the world needs the hope of knowing that they're loved and that they're loved by other people who know that they're loved. So I would say that to, to I, that's what I would say is that it needs the hope of people of Jesus and other believers who can bring that love and create that healing. Yeah. Yeah. Loaded. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think that's honestly like that's how I would describe it is because I think where a lot of the I'll say issues Mm -hmm. in the world come from is people get scared and they stop loving when they feel like they Mm -hmm. want they if they don't have something to go to Mm -hmm. and even if you do have something to go to I think we all experience this at some point is you first feel like people have stopped loving you Mm -hmm. And then you soon start to feel like you've stopped loving yourself. And so at that point, then it feels empty, but then you remember like whoever like your savior is or who your Mm -hmm. leader is. And if you're able to go to that, that's such an amazing space. But then where we get caught up is then the feeling of if people don't love me, then why should I love them back? Yeah. Which is so damaging and so real. Um, I know our church is doing a mental health series, which is so impactful. Um, But I think that is so, it comes with like 
the way that our world is built with like stereotypes and that some people aren't able to come as they are and be loved. And that sends them into a, a hatred spiral. And that is so toxic to our communities, but like they are so loved too. Like that is so something that they don't see is that they are so loved because they were created. Sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead, baby. But yeah, so good. Yeah. I love that. And I think that also it comes from the sense of when we don't agree with something or it's new to us, we cut it off or when it it starts with a basic, the most basic things of the most basic Oh well, they're like that. I don't, I don't agree Mm -hmm. with that. I don't want them to do that. Or, they dress like this. Mm-hmm. That, that's wrong. They shouldn't do that. They should upgrade their style mm-hmm. or their car looks like this or their political beliefs are this or their religious mm-hmm. beliefs are this or the way they act and live their life is like this, et cetera, et cetera. It starts with the most basic things yeah. and it transforms into a space where you can't love anybody. Mm-hmm. And I think that the, it comes down to you can't love yourself because yeah. if people are just a mere version of us and totally. When people in our life come that maybe you don't agree with, it's giving you a chance to see what that is for you mm-hmm. versus and who you're being in that. And it doesn't mean you're exactly like them. No, it's yeah. Pretty close. My mom would always say, the thing you hate in your sister is the thing that's in you. Because my sisters and I, we just, like, the one things I'd be like, oh, it's so, you know, it's so, like, it's so sad when she does this or it's it's irritating. My mom's like, you know that you do that. Right. And so I think we're so quick to judge other people and, and see what we hate about them because we hate it about ourselves, which is like so mind blowing because we are so quick to judge when we are not meant to judge. We're meant to like love and support. And I think it's also like comes down to people like, Oh, well they don't, think the same as me so I don't give them the same respect as me or they think it's one way of thinking kind of like you said before the break about um how we think Christianity is one you know like one point of view but it's so much broader than that and we're meant to like all be different we were all created to be who we are right now and it's so important that we support those differences but I totally agree I think what people assume that they hate about someone is so prominent in themselves or someone else around them, like their family or something, which is crazy. Cause I'm like, that is so true. <laughs> so it true. Is, and, you, and you see it and you look at it and then you judge it and then you, you sit with it and you realize you're probably just judging yourself, mm-hmm. which is so hard because part of the reason we judge is we think because we were better than someone. Yeah. That's where the belief comes down to is thinking we're better than someone, but then if we're actually seeing what we do as well, mm-hmm. and I've gone through multiple situations of just people just being judgmental and yeah. rude and for no reason. And then guess what? I hit them back with the same exact thing. I just judged them for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and something my mom always tells me if I get irritated about something and she says, when you're perfect, you can judge and something you, but you when you when you're sinless you can throw the first stone yeah <laughs> exactly and something i read in your bios we're created perfectly mm-hmm. to be imperfectly who we are mm-hmm. and that's so true because we're not perfect Absolutely we're not. nowhere near perfect <laughs> yeah nowhere near perfect but we are perfectly created to be that way mm-hmm. and something i think about is if we were perfect we wouldn't need jesus Absolutely perfect. We wouldn't need the spiritual teachers in our life because they wouldn't exist if we didn't need them. 
Mm-hmm. If we were perfect, this we wouldn't be. This is why, like, I think it's so important that we have like a conversation about bringing the good news because we were called to be different and to be different by loving those. And yeah. something someone once said to me, and it stuck with me from now, like, well, that will stick with me forever, is that Jesus did not die so we could blend in. He died so we could stand out, so we could spread that news, so we could give that love when other people are hateful when other people don't extend that and like it's so true we were we were created to be so imperfect because we have that free will to choose who we serve right and it is so cool to see that it comes like full circle of like we are not perfect but that's what's so perfect about us is that we are all different because how much fun would it be if we were like all the same yeah not fun at all are you kidding me i could barely like (laughs) when i hit an other myself was what I hate others so like how terrible but I think that is so true it's like we remain meant to be so imperfect that it we all can work together so well to bring that exactly yeah and if we were all the same and if we were all perfect something I like to think about is I look outside and we have a pretty cool neighborhood we look outside and I see a tree Mm-hmm. if everything was perfect, that tree wouldn't have the same physical features that it has right now. Mm-hmm. If everything was perfect, my personality wouldn't be the way it is. If everything was perfect, the world wouldn't be going through an entire virus that shut people down. And there's so many examples of like the saying, like y'all need Jesus. It is so true. Mm-hmm. And like, I think right now more than ever, and no matter who that savior is for you, mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, we're all going to need to find it. Absolutely. Nope. Yeah, absolutely. And I think what you were saying is like, what we're not perfect in, like our past, like that does not define us, that creates our character. And so something I was, I read was, um, the best grapes grow in the roughest soil and that creates the most divine wine, which is so great. Cause great. It's just so, it's such a great analogy to think that, um, in our imperfections, that's when our character is built so that we can bring that love. Just like you were saying, we can bring that yes. stability of like in humans and in each other. And, and like, we're all going to serve someone, but we build our character to choose, which makes it so much more divine because if we were all perfect, we wouldn't have to choose. We wouldn't get to choose who we follow, but because we were, because we were sinless and we, we are sinless, we get the opportunity. Um, to love and to serve and to choose to be better. And I think that is so beautiful. And like you look, you stand back and you look at people who love and you're like, they love so beautifully. And that is just so encouraging to see that people choose to love. I, yeah. I, I it like blows my mind all the time. I'm like, Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And that's something I've experienced is I talk about this a little bit, but I'm going to talk about it more in detail is so my life, I was homeschooled my pretty much entire life. And I had, speckles of friends here and there Mm -hmm. but they weren't big they were either mostly adults or mostly kids I could never relate to (laughs) or people who literally or both like I literally just couldn't relate to them and so it felt like we weren't friends Mm -hmm. and then I started going to church Mm -hmm. and we like I said we had friends but Mm -hmm. I never really related to them when I started going to church and I got into church groups and I started serving, I was able to see the difference mm-hmm. and not to compare people, but I was able to see the difference between love and hate. Mm-hmm. And now this year, I'm going to say 
2020 is not my favorite year, but it has brought me some blessings. Yep. And I gained my best friend. Mm-hmm. I've learned lessons that I couldn't even imagine learning at this age. Mm-hmm. I learned how to love people when they weren't loving themselves. Mm-hmm. I learned how to love myself when people weren't loving me. Mm-hmm. And I realized that something that religion and spirituality brings to us is the difference between love and hate. Mm-hmm. Because before, when I was in those areas, I thought that it was love. And I took myself out of them for a split second. I saw that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But then I started going to places where now I don't have to think twice about who cares about me and who doesn't. And before, I would, I'm an overthinker. So I would stay up and I would be in toxic relationships. Yeah. So I'd stay up all night in toxic relationships with people who I wasn't in thinking, do they actually care about me or not? Versus now I don't have to think twice. I'm like, they care about me. And I have the love of Jesus Christ and my spiritual saviors that I don't need anybody else. Mm -hmm. And when you gain that gift, you're able to love people from afar and you're able to see the difference between the love and hate and where you should surround yourself with is versus where you should teach people. Mm-hmm. I oh, absolutely. I think the biggest thing that I've learned is that not everyone's going to like you, but every, you're going to love everyone. Like you're going to love, like you don't have to like everyone either, but you're going to love everyone. Yeah. And I'm like, right. <laughs> right. Okay. And I've seen it all the time. And I think that something so beautiful about your story is that it's my story. Like it's, I, that's like, we are so similar. Like, I wish I could express like how much Neva and I are like the same person, but she is like a carbon copy of me (laughs) 10 years ago. Like, (laughs) like we are, we have had the same, I was homeschooled my whole life and I didn't go to public school until I was well in college. And so it was totally like this whole copy flip thing of we, I'm able to walk alongside you and, and see that. And like, encourage you through that because it's not easy and the fact that you know what love is and how to love at so young will rocket launch you into forever like it is so important that we have that down and I think it's so interesting and so like important to remember that love is patient love is kind love does not envy love does not boast love does not keep records of wrong love is so like that it's so clear what love is and when you're able to see what's not love you're able to love from afar because so you're not like hurting yourself to where that's hurting others. I yeah. think that's so brilliant. And that's what I love about you is that you're able to say that and that you've learned that and that you're still learning that. And I'm still learning that. I think yeah. no one ever stops learning about love and stops exactly. learning, period. And I think that is what's so beautiful about is that we can just get ahead of it so we can learn how to navigate it with each other and with others. Exactly. And now, now I look back and I see the moments where, mm-hmm. and they say you don't have regrets, but then, and I don't have regrets. I, I realized how big I learned from them, mm-hmm. but in the moment I didn't feel like I was learning from them because mm-hmm. I was just constantly putting myself in a place of torture that I wasn't able to see mm-hmm. what it was and what it wasn't. And I look back now and I realize there was that little signal that maybe yeah. it was time to talk about it with someone. Maybe it was time to take a break. Maybe it's time to walk away from that relationship because I was just making me hurt myself more. But mm-hmm. now, and I think also our serving team, one, I work with the most interesting group of people on the worship team ever. I work <laughs> alongside people 
who don't like me mm-hmm. at all, even in the tiniest bit. I, but I love them mm-hmm. and I'm nice to them. They may not be nice to me. They may not be nice to the people I care about, but I work with them and mm-hmm. I'm working with them to show young kids the love of Jesus Christ. And mm-hmm. in my mind, no matter if you love or hate somebody, you can still show them the love that Jesus gives us. Mm-hmm. And well, not because only show the young kids, but also teach ourselves that that love is not just like for others. It's, it's a heart posture and it is so hard to do. It's so easy to love the people you like, just like it's so easy to do the things you like to do, but it is so hard to love when you're not getting it back because why does anyone want to put in all this effort to people who don't love them back? And that's, what's so interesting about loving people is that loving people isn't always like, me buy you your Starbucks, right? It's very yeah. intentional of um, being in that space where you can appreciate them, encourage them. And I think we're leaders in love and we're leaders in our church. We're leaders in love. We're leaders for Christ. When we, when we, st- when we get baptized, we die to our old selves and we become a leader for Christ and we, we begin to lead other people. And it is crazy to see that love is so hard to do, but we can lead ourselves through that, which is like, hard it's so hard but yeah I totally love that what you're saying like not only are you leading like you're setting that example for other people but you're 100% teaching yourself and disciplining yourself to love when it's hard yeah and something even in the moment and trust me I've gone through it with them and you know what I've gone through with them and I've gone through with you (laughs) yes and I've gone through moments where it wasn't Y'all know me. It's not, I don't care if people are hurting me because I will eventually resolve that later. Because honestly, I love people before I love myself. Mm -hmm. So when they're hurting the people I care about, they're hurting me. And then when I go to defend, and I realize I'm not perfect. I have seen that, but something I have to remind myself for, to love them. Sometimes all I have to do when times are tough, we're serving together, we're getting irritated. I know that they don't like me, or maybe they're saying bad things behind my back. All I have to do is look into the crowd. When mm-hmm. we're on stage, I look out into the kids that I serve with. I look out into the kids who wave at me every time I wave at them, who are dancing and cheering. And I look at them and I say, I'm doing this for them, not for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this to show them what is possible. Mm-hmm. And I know that if I'm not actually loving the people I'm serving with, the kids mm-hmm. are going to see it. Yeah. They can tell that you're not being nice to each other, mm-hmm. so be nice, be kind, because I don't want to ruin that experience for them. And it's so much bigger than today and yesterday exactly. and last week. And our mission yeah. is to love and to make disciples or to be that for someone who brings that spirituality yeah. or who encourages that. And it's so much bigger than today or yesterday or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that is so hard to remember, but we are serving when we serve, you know, at church or, in, you know, when, when it's not seen, we're serving for God. And that brings him so much or for the Holy Spirit or for any, 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 any type of, um, you know, whatever you, whoever you serve when you're serving that, mm-hmm. that brings joy to the, to, you know, the Lord or God or Jesus and to yourself. And that is so cool because you get to be, when you, when you're being filled up, you get to pour out. And when you, it just is like a, it's like a spigot, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And it's so, it's really good. 
Yeah, exactly. And I think the job, and so we do have a couple other things to do, but I have a quick story to share. Even though I'm always talking, but it's mm-hmm. cool. I have a story to share. So I went over to my brother's place one mm-hmm. time, um, and he was with his Christian friend mm-hmm. and his very non-Christian friend. And I was there and we got into talking about Christianity. Mm-hmm. And I have to admit, it, it got kind of uncomfortable talking to a bunch of people like almost half as older than me about <laughs> my religion. And something I discovered is I was talking to someone who had the same belief structure as me mm-hmm. and who was backing me up in those beliefs. And I had someone who was so against everything that I go for and everything that I live for in the same room. Mm-hmm. And I realized in that conversation, something I said as it was getting a little bit heated to calm it down, I said, our job as Christians is to plant the seed, not to force it to grow. And our job mm-hmm. as Christians is to love people no matter what they believe. And in th- things that our church does, we do church groups. Something I've learned with church groups and I've learned stuff from them is that everybody's welcome mm-hmm. and whether I'm the one being welcome or I'm the one not being welcome mm-hmm. I've learned that you love everybody mm-hmm. and something that is such a precious gift even though it may not be fun in the moment mm-hmm. is that the love of your savior and mm-hmm. the love that is so pure and so kind and that it's not fake even in the tiniest bit when you get a taste of that you're able to see what is not that and what is so far from it. And you're able, and something I like seeing and something I've been able to see is I've seen people who I want to be. When mm-hmm. I look at them like you, I, I say I want to keep being like them. But there's other people in my life where I'm so happy they're in my life because mm-hmm. I know what I don't want to become. Absolutely. And that's such a gift to have, even though it's like so miserable in the moment when you're experiencing it, you look back and it's such a gift to be able to experience it. And I think we take, that's just such a good opportunity that we can take, you know, a little bit of this person, a little bit of this person, a little bit of this person. You said, I want to be this and this and this and this. And you keep that list. And I don't want to be this and this and this and this and this. And I think I want to be, or I want to become, or I want to be more like is more safer because obviously we are created to be who we are, but it is so good to want to be better and to want to learn. And that is how we grow. I mean, I mean, what if we're not going forward in our faith, there is no standing still. It's going backwards. Because if we're not growing to it, we're just going backwards. Or in our faith, in our relationships, you stop communicating with the person with, with like your best friend. It's not like you guys are just like, oh, we're, we're where we were. You're a couple of feet back. You, you move back. Not, you, you don't stay still. And so the more we push ourselves and into learning and growing, the faster we'll go forward. And the more, and it's, it's not like where there's a finish line because there's no finish line. Oh, I mean, finish line seven (laughs) but (laughs) but um like spiritually there is no finish line that we can go as far as we let ourselves go and that is so cool about that is that we can take a little bit of this like I love our pastor's leadership I love who's above us in worship I love his leadership and I love our senior pastor and how he can just speak and I would want to be that right or I and I don't want to be xyz and that is so important because we're growing i'm such a hand person sorry (laughs) and we're going forward 
because that's what we're supposed to be doing. But yeah, exactly. And something I realized as well, I realized a lot of things mm-hmm. with our church. Good. But, <laughs> but I think the biggest thing and is something I realized is just because you're Christian doesn't mean you're going to love everybody. Absolutely. And in something else is, and I keep talking about like the biggest gift, but there's so many huge gifts. But one of the big ones is being able, and I know this sounds so harsh, but when once you've gone through, and I may be 11, but I've gone through it, mm-hmm. a true fake love, mm-hmm. and you've gone through moments where you look back and you realize that person wasn't doing what they were doing for you. They were doing it for themselves. Mm-hmm. Or you look back and you realize that person was lying to me yeah. because they didn't care about me. And you look back at the times you got stabbed in the back, et cetera, et cetera. You're able to see how you want to treat others. Mm -hmm. And trust me, it's hard being stabbed in the back, but constantly just keep walking and going to hug that same person. Mm -hmm. But that's what Christianity has taught us. If you read in the Bible, Jesus Christ died for us. Mm -hmm. He tortured Mm -hmm. for us, for people who he wasn't even going to meet for a while and for people who hated him Mm -hmm. and the least we can do in my opinion is to continue to love people because at the end of the day when people are judgmental they're doing it because they're broken yeah a perfect person doesn't go and just exactly a perfect person doesn't just go and hurt a bunch of people Mm -hmm. they do it because they're hurting and And love them i think yeah totally i think another thing that uh, you had said a while ago um that I think is so important is that we also learn to love ourselves and that is and trust me take it from me I would know like when I say that I mean it like I would know it's so hard to love our imperfections and to love us when we feel like we fail or we're not good enough or we're not enough but that is so important that we love ourselves enough to learn what love is so we put a stop on it so we However, this so we are able to step back and protect our house or ourselves. I'm sorry. Proverbs talks about Proverbs 4:23 says, "Guard your heart above all else, before everything you do flows from it. Everything we do flows from our heart and from our love, and so we have to guard that and protect that while we're loving people. So people, you know, people will. I mean, if you let them, people will take advantage of you all day long. But it, it be, it's it's a discipline to learn to say no while also loving from afar. And I think that is such a balance that we have to find, which I don't think personally, I don't think I'll ever, I'll ever actually be like, figured it out, done, got it. It's something yeah. we're always, you know, fighting for and learning. Cause you know, the older we get, the more hateful people get or the older, the more bitter they become. And so that's just like, you're just everything we're going through. It doesn't just stop. We just grow with it. And so I think that that is so important to know is to love yourself and love yourself enough to say no to letting yourself get hurt, even though you want to love people. And it's so easy for me to, especially me, I'm an Enneagram 3-2. If anyone knows that it is, I always revert back to the Enneagram. I'm so sorry. It's like a personality test. Um, I, I love it. And that means that I am so, I'm a helper. I love to help. I achieve things and I help people. And it's so easy for me to put my heart on the line every time and be like, totally take it, take it from here. 
but no, like we have to limit our, you know, like give ourselves that space to sit in somewhere where we can say no, but also still love people from that distance, which I think is so hard, but it is so, when we, when we do that, it is like, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's such a self-control and you know, something totally. I've been through is the, I think where a lot of the, like you said, is the learning to love yourself and trust me a lot of us are still learning that is and one of the hardest things to do is to learn how to love yourself Mm -hmm. while going through self-hatred while people are just continuing to prove how Mm -hmm. flawed you are because trust me that's what people do when they're toxic what they do is they take what you're most insecure about and use it against you and all you have to do is go to the people you know love you go to the one thing you know is going to love you above all else because people are going to continue to fail you until you find the one thing that's going to love you. And we were, we are perfect. We are sinners. We are meant, we're not like without Christ. What are we right? Or without whatever we, we serve like our savior. Like, what are we, we are meant to be imperfect. And it's almost, which it's funny for me to say, but it's almost prideful to look at yourself and be like, I'm the worst because that's so inward. It's so inward looking. And that is where our pride lays is inside. It's when we're directing everything towards us when we were made perfect. It's like disrespecting. Like, would you let someone bad talk your best friend or like your sister or your brother? Oh, of course me, not. Though, you've seen me. I know. <laughs> she won't. <laughs> no. So we are doing that to his other child, ourselves. Yeah. And so it's like a, oh, yikes, we have to Oops. stop that. And um, yeah. my best friend will always be like, stop talking about God's child like that. Yep. And I'm like, wow, look, fire. <laughs> yeah. So good because we are created. And the Lord's like, you're hurting my kid. Like, you're hurting my child. Like, why would you? You're hurting my creation. I made them to be like that. You don't like it? It's not good. It's almost challenging, which is yeah. like, like it's challenging the lord like yeah. i wouldn't do that yeah like oh sorry i'm perfect sorry i'm perfect and perfectly imperfect sorry yeah. it's just that that reminder that discipline that heart posture like yeah. it's not we're, we're we were perfectly made to be imperfect exactly and i'm gonna say this last thing before we do something really fun is something i have to do is so i'll use my best friend for example who you've met He's so awesome. I love him to death. Mm-hmm. But I do the smallest things. When I sense someone being mean to him, I'm there. When the other day, literally, we were at church and he was play fighting with someone. I didn't know that they were play fighting. And I straight up went and stood in between them. <laughs> and I went, you know, don't get shit like that. A cat fight. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's the basic things. And I have to look back and I realize, and this is such a hard truth, is I wouldn't do that for myself. And I'm learning how to, and it's the constant love. And if I look at him, I know I would do everything for him. Mm-hmm. I love him. I do anything to make sure he's okay. Absolutely. Start doing that for yourself. The yeah. people you care about most, start doing the same things that you do for them for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how actually going to... Like if your best friend was feeling the same way you felt, how would you tell them? Like, would you give them advice? If so... Tell that to yourself. Exactly. I wouldn't like go and beat him down and be like, yeah, you suck. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. Yeah, tell your mirror (laughs) that you are not. Tell them what you would tell your best friend. Pretend to pull up a picture of them and like look at them and tell them. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 
And so that's going to be my weekly challenge is look at the person you care about most, Mm -hmm. family member, friend, dog, I don't care who it is, or even your savior. And that that's something really important to do is defend, defend the one who loves you most, Mm -hmm. because trust me, they do. Mm -hmm. And you start defending them. But, and that's what I do as well. When I hear someone bad mouthing, I go, okay, I get that. That's your experience. Maybe there's something else there. I'll pray for you. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So look at the person or the thing you love most, but preferably living, not like a piece of food or something. (laughs) And look at it and know what you would do for them in that situation and do that same thing for you. Yeah. Because that self-love and is so important because in the moments where you're alone most, you need that. You're not going to just sit and play whack-a-mole on yourself. You have to, like, lift yourself up. Mm-hmm. Remember, you were created to be like that. Exactly. Why bad? No matter who you believe created you, you were mm-hmm. made to be that way. Absolutely. So love yourself for it. Awesome. So we do have to start wrapping up but before we finish this amazing episode. We're going to do something. And I'm so excited for this. <laughs> I always do this, but I get so excited for it. So super Neva questions mm-hmm. where, as most of you know, since I've been doing this for three and a half years, is what this does is it gives the guest a chance to become the host for a little bit. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to go back and forth for the next, let's say, Money for the timer right now. How long do you want? Do you think maybe six minutes? Perfect. Eight minutes. I like the number six. Okay. I like First six. question. For the, okay. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> you can take it. <laughs> okay. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? Well, I'll start right off the bat. So it's just random cool. questions. Yeah. Well, speaking of numbers, what's your favorite number? <laughs> My favorite number is three. I don't know why, but it's just really? my favorite number. Okay. Okay. It's weird. Okay. Um, I I feel like I know so much about you because like you're know. really me. <laughs> um, let me think. What's your favorite part of serving all around? Serving? Mm-hmm. Um, I love watching kids because I'm serving kids and students. I love watching them come to know the love that has transformed my life. Okay. Um, what is your favorite Bible verse? Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do, because that is, I know it sounds so cliche, but that is a Bible verse that got me through one of the toughest things in my life. Yeah. And that it's just something I keep looking back on and I had to keep reminding myself I would reread it every single day mm-hmm. until I got over it. And trust me, I'm still getting over it, but just forgive them, Father, for they know what know not what they do. Because that is something that's so true. And I know I do that all the time as well. So good. Okay. Um, I think. You should have come prepared. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's like a whole part of interviews. The questions I asked you, I didn't come up with beforehand. So <laughs> I love <Gotta> it. <laughs> um, what's your favorite food? This is going to sound so broad, but it's like potatoes. <laughs> Like baked potatoes, roasted potatoes, mashed potatoes, french fries. You can do so much with potatoes. I love potatoes. I think they are delish. So short answer, potatoes. I love it. <laughs> Raw. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Um, my question. I know you've answered 
this before and it's like yeah. your main question but I don't know if I've ever heard you tell me what is your superpowers Ooh, so one of my main superpowers which this might always answer I always answer wow <laughs> um something called chameleon ability which you've heard of probably where I am on the very spiritual level can change my energy mm-hmm. to match people so with you I'm a little bit more like upbeat and stuff first with people maybe i don't get along with the most i'm a little bit more closed off and like that's so weird but i find it's actually really hard to do and so i'm able to transform my energy and i use it for healing and stuff Mm. and i use it to help people move through stuff i like help them move through it by feeling what they're feeling and then like figuring out how to fix it yes that is good yeah, I, I think you should really, 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 really take the Enneagram test if you haven't already. Oh, yeah, I need you know, to do it. Because I'm not going to – have you done it? I need to do it. I keep okay. procrastinating. I, I, I know your type, and I think it's the same as mine. But I, I'm not going to type you because it's like a big Enneagram no-no. Okay, sorry. I don't live by the Enneagram. I just, I'm just obsessed with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, let me think. Okay, what's your favorite Bible verse? Can I do like a book? Yeah. <laughs> I think I love the book. Actually, I'll, I'll give a long answer. Um, I really love the book of James because I think mm-hmm. there's so many amazing Bible verses. Mm-hmm. I really love the book of Ephesians because it is actually Ephesians is like a loaded book. If you really like study it, it talks about racism. It talks about um like the gift of forgiving and loving. It is about spirituality and mm-hmm. uh, blocking out, you know, the, the enemy. It is amazing. It's like yeah. fire. Um, and then I love Proverbs. Like I said, Proverbs 423. But one of my favorites that I've been loving recently, I'm so sorry, I'm all over the place. Um, in Corinthians, I can't remember if it's first or second Corinthians. I want to say first Corinthians somewhere in uh, chapter five. It says, um, if we are out of our minds for the Lord, if we are out of our minds, it's for the Lord. But if we are in our minds, it's for ourselves. And so I really got with, I'm out of my mind, crazy in love with God, with Jesus, with the spirit. And if I'm in my mind and I'm like everyone else, it's I'm I'm for the world. I'm for myself. But like me, if you ever go to church with me or go to like a worship night with me, I'm in a different space. Like I'm out. I'm in it. And like at, like at church, anywhere, like if I'm doing worship, leading worship, or just being in the worship, I'm out of my mind. Because if you're out of your mind, it's for the Lord. If you're in your mind, it's for yourself. So I think that one is something I, I, I'm, I feel, I don't feel like so big. I don't know the actual verse, but it's in, I think it's in Corinthians. It's in set, first Corinthians, I'm pretty sure. Awesome. I love that though. It's good. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. Oh, it's my turn. Okay. I yeah. was like, <laughs> oh, ah, so much pressure. Okay. If you could go anywhere in the entire world, where would you go? Hawaii. Really? Yeah, it is. We have, um, I have a friend who I met at a podcasters conference um, who lives there and she always sends me pictures of just like gorgeous things there. Mm -hmm. And I asked her, um, she's been living there for a while because she's an adult. Um, I asked her like what the animals are like. And she said, you go in the ocean, dolphins come up to you, turtles come up to you. And I went, (laughs) oh yes, we're going after this. This Yeah, but I went to Costa Rica for a, a, a little while ago, and there was, like, a bunch of animals, and it yeah. just, like, so beautiful, and I'm trying to imagine 
what um Hawaii would look like just like compared to that and I know how beautiful that was I'm like I want it I want to go maybe like for a maybe you could like ask for like a birthday or like a birthday trip or just save up I'm in business I could do it (laughs) 16 you're like five years away you can do it I can do it just gonna grow I would go to Paris I would go to Paris Ooh, Hawaii and Paris are like yeah, we'll take a trip so we'll go to Hawaii and then we'll halfway across the world we'll go to Paris <laughs> yeah we're gonna do it okay um quick question for you our channel already went off but we can talk for a little while we got time um we think like I said it's so hard to ask you questions because I already know like so much about I know. you we're like the same person so yeah um let me think in worship especially worship we've talked we've had conversations um about what's going on down there but i would say what keeps you loving all the time because like that's what i see from you is just like love even when people aren't being loving um i think of it as a responsibility to to love people Mm -hmm. because no matter where they come from um people volunteers kids guests they're we don't know we don't know where they come from. We don't know who loves them. And it's almost like my obligation as a follower to love people. And yeah. it is so hard. But I remember that, like, as a leader, I'm called to hire. I'm called to hire then tomorrow or yesterday's yeah. drama. And it is so hard because I have always been someone who, for some reason, always found myself in that. But when I was able to take myself out of that, it was like it was so much simpler than I thought. And yeah. it was just love. It was just do what you would want people to do to you. Talk about people the way you would want to be talked about. That's how I held that. That's how I continue to to hold that is I I love people the way I would want to be loved. I I was telling my friends and I try to do this. It's what do I call it? Oh, I can't remember, but it's like backwards gossiping and let me pause before I think anything. It's talking good about people's back because gossip will always come back around. And if you're talking good about them and you're like, I love Neva. She's such a great leader. She's so great. She's incredible. That is going to get back around. And that person's going to hear that all you do is you praise them and you talk about how much you love them. And it's like reverse gossip. And it is so healing because it's like, be, praise them like I just love them like if their name comes yeah. up be like they are the coolest and like not that I'm condoning talking about people but praise them because they're gonna hear it and to me it's 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 like smart but it's also like <laughs> it yeah, and it does come back it it will yeah. it will always come back always Eventually. there's not a time where I've told a secret or gossiped about someone it's never gone back to them and that's how I learned. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Your turn. Oh, it's my turn. What would you ask me? I asked you what you did do today. Oh, um, a little less deep. What is your favorite kids' worship song? Oh. <sighs> okay, so easiest one. I know just like off the bat is Hosanna. I knew you were gonna say Rock. Hosanna. Hosanna Rock. Um <laughs> that that one because I could literally do it in my sleep. I could do it in um, Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> um and then I also like for like L we have code words in the worship crew is LK. Mm-hmm. We do a song called Let Go. And that mm-hmm. was like, mm, love, love it. 
Love, love, let go. Okay, follow up question. I know I'm like going against the grain. What, I know it's hard, but what keeps you when everyone else is older than you or the same age? How do you hold your head up and keep your maturity when it feels like everything's like stacked against you? Oh, wow. That's a, that's deep. I would say. <laughs> now that I'm saying everything um, is stacked against you. Oh, yeah. But, but I get what you're saying. How can others um, follow? Yeah, so I'll just talk about recent experiences. There, there, I just got through like a decent amount of drama with, mm-hmm. um, with like my whole crew, pretty much, and it was so hard for me. And that, not just only because it was my first experience like that, but because I'm still in it. Mm-hmm. And something I've learned is like the gossip. People are talking about me now. Like ah. in business, I was so used to like, okay, you meet someone shake hands kiss babies you're good yeah like kid life it's so much different than that because there's kids that are still caught up in drama that you wish would just go away and they're talking about you saying things that aren't true sometimes in front of your face they're not being nice but honestly and i experienced that with business because Mm -hmm. since i'm so used to being a kid in adult environments if people don't treat me always take me seriously and that was a big challenge for me to overcome. Now I'm good at it. But I remember who I'm serving. And like I was talking about earlier is when there's drama, when I'm serving, I look at the kids. There's one, I know this is so weird, but there's one little girl in the crowd who mm-hmm. I see her almost every week. And we're on like a turkey series. So we always do this at each other. And she's so cute. She I've, seen at me. I've seen her. Look yeah. at you. And you're she's like, so cute. Girl. <laughs> yep and when we're pointing like when we do point when we do pointing dance moves I'll point at her she'll point at me she's like three and she's the most adorable little girl ever mm-hmm. and I look at her and I remember why I'm doing what I'm doing I'm not doing it to serve myself and I remember we've been serving for so long together to me it feels like and I remember when it was just us on stage uh, there was like no drama when it took us almost an hour to finish cleaning. actually <laughs> i know i was gonna say the drama was that we were there for like so much longer so we would always long. be like we want more team members because yeah. we would have to do all the cleaning all on our all own the cleaning, and then- all on our own and then tech people leaving it was just the two of us and sometimes and now that we got the- like the tech wasn't working it was it was chaos yeah. <laughs> it was so chaotic but I realized there was no drama between us. Mm-hmm. And now that we have those people on the crew, there is drama. Yeah. And that's just like bound to happen with a huge group of people. But I, I look at the kids and I remember why I'm doing it. I remember why I started. And I look back on when it was just us. And I realized that it wasn't always like that. Mm-hmm. And that the reason I started was because I got a taste of a love so pure that I wanted everybody to feel it. And the way I'm doing that is through worship. And so doing that and praising the Lord every day as a song that we made, that we have in the UK. Mm-hmm. And just looking at the kids and seeing them, they're dancing, they're singing, they're praising, they're jumping up and, up and down, they're making friends. And there's kids I've, I've seen grow up in the crowd. And that's so, so weird that I watch kids, but I do, I've seen, one little girl who I remember coaching her when she was two years old. Now she's almost five. Yeah, it's crazy. And just seeing them grow up and realize 
maybe I was a small part of the reason that they they're mm -hmm. who they are today and realize yeah. the bigger purpose is that and not to fuel your ego yeah so that good. was a really long answer no yeah. it was such a great answer I think that's so good I love I just love yeah. that you're on our team I think it's so great that you are able to say that because some people are like well I like dancing <laughs> but you're like yeah. no like this is why I have a heart for it it's so good and it's yeah. so like not everyone feels that way and I'm so proud of you you've come so far I just I'm just glad you're on our team <laughs> you. you're honestly the biggest part of it and I know that it makes me sound like such a fangirl but I am yeah. and I have to admit going to church was it sounded impossible for me I just got done I was in the middle of going through stuff that I didn't think I was ever going to get out of I was in the middle of experiencing like the world hit me when we started going to church and I I was able to look at you and realize you were homeschooled like me we had very similar experiences and I realized I looked at you and the reason you were doing what you did and that's part of the reason I do what I do and it's so much bigger than just making friends and it's so much bigger than just talking to people and being nice to them and so much bigger than just singing and dancing because when you're on stage when you're doing tech when you're serving in kids it, you're able to see them having fun yeah. and you're able to see that i know how fun my experiences are and that i'm able to create that for them yeah and so it's fun, fun because it's like fun because one, you're with your friends, but also it's like, like you said, you get to watch her. You get to watch that girl grow up. I like, I think that's like part of serving. Eva, I've watched you grow up. Like I've watched you from like what, maybe end of fourth grade into seventh grade. I went to camp with you guys. We spent like what three days overnight at camp <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. and that is what you get to see when we when we continue to serve with a humble heart and I just I just so good well, and I think we're proof that you're able to create that in something mm -hmm. and we do have to start wrapping up but back to you is something I am so thankful for is I'm going through this time and trust me I'm still in it but I'm it's getting mm -hmm. better going through the time where the world has hit me I realize people are mean they Absolutely. say things behind your back that aren't true you're hearing about it I've had people literally talk smack about me to my friends right in front of my face uh, it, I know and me. you're like uh -huh. <laughs> I'm like I'm like I'm right I'm right he you hear me right I'm I'll talking. Pray for you. <laughs> I'll pray for you. and I've seen it the mm. world sucks sometimes and I realize it you're gonna come it. across people who don't treat you with the same love and respect that you wish that they would and there's some people where like the image i get is like you're hugging them and they just stab a knife in your back yeah and it, it happens the world isn't great but what i was able to look at is i was able to look at you and i was like she loves me she appreciates me yeah. i don't have to second guess that and i love you so much and i'm so grateful that like we're <laughs> that we're able to bounce off of each other because mm -hmm. there's weeks where sometimes the kids we're serving with aren't listening and sometimes we're getting irritated at each other but just keeping like the love and joy in the life and in the church and remembering the sanctuary that we've created yeah. and so thank you so much for like showing me what that sanctuary is 
I love you, girl. I'm so thankful for you, of course. And you have been able to show me, you know, the Bible is really clear about living like a child, like living that childlike faith that is so dependent on Christ. And I've been able to see you blindly walk into things and into challenges and victoriously walk out of, of, you know, of seasons. And I'm like, girl, if that was me, it'd be much harder. And so I just praise you for that. And I'm so thankful that we have this such unique friendship and like companionship that we just are able to have that level of community through Christ and through um, spirituality. It's just, it's so beautiful. It's like, I can't even describe it. And the words of your mom, it's yummy. <laughs> Was that good? Did she I sound like her? So much. Yes, I saw just her. Yumminess. And I'm like, queen. <laughs> yeah, she'll be talking about smells and stuff. Like she'll be washing the dishes and be like, oh yeah, what we're doing in the world is so yummy. I'm like, yes. yeah, she'll be like, that's what it is. Like, that that's is so the word. Yummy. I know. When you create a t shirt, we have merchandise. I don't know if it's on our shop yet, but we need to create a t shirt that says that's so yummy. You already made it? We need to. Oh, I was going to say, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. (laughs) Like, God is, (laughs) that's weird. God is yummy. God is (laughs) awesome. Well, guys, we can keep talking. (laughs) Yes. And go support Ashley. Like, literally, Ashley, you're like a big sister to me, and I love you so much. Go support her however much you can and be looking for this show that she's about to create. It's exciting. We've had multiple conversations about it. It's going to be so awesome. It's like the way I've been thinking of it is like SPK, like superpower kids. They're not a kid forever. Like this channel, this We Rise channel is the grown up version of my show. So if you like what I do, because trust me, you'll probably see me hanging out in that little area. If (laughs) If you like, Cause I've, I've been here since I was seven. And so like y'all have also seen me grown mm-hmm. up, grow up. So if you liked what that was mm-hmm. and you want to like grow up with us a little bit more, that's what this channel is about to be. Come over. It's what it's like the little kid version is SPK and what's becoming is the we rise channel. So mm-hmm. go check it out. If like you're in love with my show, you're going to be like, you're going to want to be in the You're going to want to get married to it. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> like I'm dating Jesus, okay. you're gonna want to go date the show. You're gonna want to. You're gonna probably want to put a ring on it. Honestly, keep it forever. <laughs> yes. But yes. Thank you guys. Go check it out. It's thank gonna you. be so exciting. Thank Ashley, you. do you have? Yeah. Thank you. Do you have any last like advice or closing words? For me? Yeah, I would just say, um, love like Jesus would love. Let love have the last word. Um, yeah let that influence your decisions because that's what we're called to do is to love God, love spirit, love the Lord and love others. And something I always try to remember it is let love have that last word because it's hard, but it is so worth it. Yeah. That's it. Awesome. And go check out her Instagram, which is Ashley Noel. Awesome. Go follow her. Get in that Christ center difference maker as our church would say area. Um, yeah. And go support her. And remember, go check out our other awesome shows. Like, we literally have so many shows on this network. What mm-hmm. is it, 12 or 13? I think um, yeah. yeah. It's, like, somewhere in that area. We're such an awesome network. And honestly, I, ha- I have to thank you guys for it. I don't know all of you in person. 
but just thank you for the constant support. It is so appreciated. And you should see our podcasters calls. We do monthly podcasters calls every month. We're all, all cheering mm -hmm. and having so much fun is seeing the amazing like community we've grown. So yeah. thank you all for that. And just go stay in that love and good vibes and go stay in that yummy area. <laughs> <laughs> and exactly. When it comes out, I'll let y'all know. <laughs> and just remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world through being Christ-centered difference makers and through spreading the good word. Mm -hmm. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Superpower Up podcast, Superpower Kids edition. Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today. Mm -hmm.